This is episode U-USU, Teacher-Student Relationships. A few years ago, I was feeling anxious and overwhelmed. Therapy helped me get through that time by allowing me to share my problems with someone who could view them objectively and help me change my perspective. If you're going through a season of depression, stress, anxiety, or overwhelm, this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, is a great resource. BetterHelp is online therapy you can access from the comfort and convenience of your own home. All you do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a therapist in as little as 48 hours. Your specific needs will be addressed, and if it's not a good fit, you can request a new therapist at any time. Get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash A is for adversity. That's betterhelp.com slash A is for adversity. Feeling connected is a basic human need, as vital as air, water, and food. I'm here to talk about bridging the gap between ourselves, our friends and family, life partners, and anyone we come in contact with so we can more fully experience connection. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Go Aggies! And even if you didn't go to USU or aren't an Aggie fan, no worries. These truths are universal and I'm sure you'll be able to relate or it will bring to mind some of your own stories. Two quick things first, though. Make sure you listen to next week's episode because it will be with a very special guest, Jody Moore. If you listened to the first season of this podcast, you know that she was a huge influencer in my life and the main reason I started this podcast, a mentor of sorts, and just someone I look up to altogether. The other thing is that I realized that Heavenly News has kind of fallen off the earth, so I made sure to think of one to share today. And it actually has to do with USU, so perfect. Just the other week, we visited Logan because one of my friends was doing Valentine's photo shoots, and so we did that, and we also took the time to, of course, take the boys to the Utah State campus, and... I was walking in the student center holding each of my older boys' hands. Emerson was asleep in the car with Jared. And we were walking down the stairs to go to the student bookstore to pick up some game day shirts. The moment hit me really hard, and it was as if I could picture my past self and me saying to her, you have no idea how beautiful your life is going to be. And I got choked up and I just realized how grateful I am for my little family and for the life I live and all that's happened since I went to USU and because of USU. It was a really neat moment. Okay, so teachers and students. Wow, those relationships are incredible and long lasting. And I know I'm not alone in the fact that I've had many teachers influence me and change my life for the better and just leave such an impact on me. As I was sifting through my memories, it was hard to narrow down just a few key points to talk about in this episode, so I'll do my best. And of course, I've been both a teacher and a student at different parts of my life, as have you, I'm sure. There are many roles in our lives that require us to teach others. And there's just something different when you have that relationship with a teacher or a student that can change everything. Many of my classes at Utah State were about classroom management and just how important it was to develop that student relationship. And I remember growing up and looking up to all my 
teachers that I had. And I'm sure that's a huge reason that I wanted to become a teacher was because I saw them. I idolized them. I was changed by their words and their actions. Sometimes I think I ended up as a teacher not really wanting to, but again, because of those experiences. And that's not something that will really carry you through those hard times. So I had to find a deeper reason to stay. Again, not that that wasn't a good reason, but it was more for someone else or because of someone else, not because of something inside of me. Anyway, I'll try not to get too sappy because, of course, these are my relationships. And while the takeaways are universal, you have your own relationships with the teachers that were in your life and the students that you may have. Okay, so I thought of as many you words as I could, which wasn't too hard because there's a lot of them. And I narrowed it down to four. I tried to find the words first and then fit experiences to go with them, and then I realized that was backwards and harder, so I thought of the experiences and then went back and added a U word. The first is understanding. We've all heard that cliche quote. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. The best teachers consider your perspective. They take an interest in you and your life and in the skills that you have. I had a English professor, and I was lucky enough to have him for two courses, who really took the time to get to know his students, even though in sometimes in college it feels like you're just a number. He was always the one to write specific notes on my essays and check in on me and things that were going on in my life all the time, and he did that for all of his students. It really felt like he had a genuine interest in me and an understanding of who I was as a person. Conversely, I had a different teacher who was in the early childhood department at USU, and I had just turned in this huge lesson plan. It was two weeks long and very detailed, and the comment that I got back, or at least that I remember, was very nitpicky and related to one of the snacks that I had planned that was too high in sugar and this, that, and the other, very obscure and missed the point entirely. I didn't feel like she valued the work that I put into the lesson plan because her comments seemed superficial, not really clued in on the meat of the assignment and what I was trying to accomplish. The next word is unchanging. And I had a math teacher in high school. And again, I had her for two different math classes. And in both of them, she truly made it fun. We had a graphing assignment to make it look like a picture. We had to decode certain problems. It was just a really great time. In AP Stats, we checked to see if double-stuffed Oreos were truly double-stuffed, including weights and scales and all the different things. And we checked the probability of the M's on M&M's being M side up in a mini M&M canister. (laughs) I just really appreciated the unique approach to math and that it really can be fun. Another thing that I loved about her was on a test, if you messed up at one part of the problem, but the math was correct from that point, you'd still get credit for the work that you did. I thought that was genius because how often do we make those silly little mistakes and we kick ourselves for just forgetting that one step, that one thing, but she saw past that and 
rewarded us for the things that we did do right. Though the one thing I do have to mention is she's the only teacher that gave me my only A- minus in all of high school. And I'm still trying to let it go. I've said before, I'm a reformed perfectionist and I'm, I'm still trying to work on that part. But like I said at the beginning of this section, she was unchanging and that was in all areas. She stuck to her guns and I have to applaud her for that. Most of my math experiences were positive. It was hard to think of a negative one. Because of AP stats, I only had to take one math class in college before my major. And that one wasn't the greatest, but again, like I said, most of my experiences were positive. I've heard before that many can trace their dislike of math back to a teacher who gave them a negative experience or quote-unquote ruined it in some way. And the same is true for people like me who had a really positive experience with math. It was mostly because of a teacher. Of course, we all have our ability to choose and our mindset and the way we perceive things, so we can always change our thoughts around a circumstance, but I'd say I did let teachers influence my feelings a lot, especially as I was younger and didn't really know about thoughts and feelings and things like that. The next U word is useful. I had a sixth grade teacher who was wheelchair bound. And that was a unique experience. She had her daughter write on the chalkboards every night before class for her or before the week, I guess. And she did her job really well. She utilized her students and gave them jobs. She would ask our perspectives. And I found that true even now. If you give a student a job, especially those ones who are acting out a little bit, It just works wonders. On the other hand, in college, I had a teacher who was just a know-it-all, and she kind of acted like it. The funny thing was, though, is that she came to class not really prepared, unaware of what she was really teaching, and she pretty much just had us read the textbook the whole time. Kind of felt like a waste of time and that we weren't really needed. Okay, the last U word is unconditional. You've probably heard of the quote as it relates to parenting, kids aren't giving you a hard time, they're having a hard time. As hard as it is, we need to just let discouragement inform our work and not ruin it. Trauma-informed is a buzzword right now, and it's so true. These kids are coming with things individually, collectively, their personality plays a part. So we need to do our jobs a little bit to unpack this and take a moment to put ourselves in their shoes. I've had my fair share of students that are harder to love. And by the end of the year, our relationship is so different than it was at the beginning. And I'm grateful for the ways that they tested my patience and challenged my character, worked my muscles I look back in fondness. Sure, it was hard at the time, but really their heart just needs to be cracked open. And once you see inside, it's just wonderful. Students may not remember everything you teach them or everything you do with them, but they will always remember how you made them feel. I wish it was easier to get in touch with some of my past teachers and just thank them and tell them how grateful I am for them. But contact information isn't always readily available teaching, like parenthood sometimes, is a thankless job almost. 
When you hear from a child or a student that they're grateful, usually many years have passed. (laughs) So keep that in mind and just keep doing what you're doing. Be the good, be the influence, teach when you can, take those moments. But most of all, just focus on love and that relationship. It's all about connection. Join me this week in reaching out to a teacher, current or past, and thank them for a wonderful job they're doing and express your love. And I will talk to you again next week for our special Valentine's episode.